Mortal Kombat was dope for what it was. All right. Welcome back. Student Eddie Game Podcast. I'm your host, Tavares. Thank you all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your busy day by giving my podcast a listen. All right. I stand by what I said. Mortal Kombat was dope for what it was. All right. So to understand for what it was, you have to understand what it is. All right. Okay. It's the third movie. That's been released in movie theaters as for the franchise. Um, I'm not even sure if the second one, Annihilation, was released in the movie theater. But after you see it, you can clearly tell that that movie should not have been released in the movie theaters. Okay? But anyways, let's get back to Mortal Kombat 2021. This movie was dope for what it was. Alright? Now, here's what it is. Alright. My approach, looking at this movie, the only thing I cared about was... Um, how, which characters they was going to have in there and the fight scenes. Okay, the fight scenes were I like the fight scenes. The fight scenes were pretty cool. They were very very cool, all right? It's one of those things is like this movie here, I'm not going to grade it hard on dialogue because who looks for a mo- who's looking for real for dialogue in a Mortal Kombat movie? Now, if this was a Martin Scorsese movie or a Quentin Tarantino movie or a Spike Lee movie, okay, then I'm going to be paying a lot of attention to the dialogue. You understand? But movies like this, listen, I'm all about that action boss in the words of the great Marshawn Lynch, a.k.a. Beast Mode, because he'll stiff on you. Boom. But anyways, that, that's what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, let, let, let's say if you had a bunch of professional football players. Okay? Let's say you had a bunch of professional football players playing basketball. All right? Now, their, their, their strength is playing football. But, but you're expecting them to go out there and jump high like LeBron James and shoot like Kevin Durant or Steph Curry or have a wicked handle like Kyrie Irving or James Harden. Okay? You're going to expect that from Tom Brady? No. Okay, so you grade it for what it is. You get what I'm saying? So this movie here, the dialogue, I don't I could care less about the dialogue because any fictional movie or movie that's based off a video game, guess what? If we're gonna be questioning the dialogue or this didn't make sense and all that, guess what? What's the what's the point of even watching it? It's fiction. None of it, most of it is not going to make sense. Do you understand? All right. You, you, you follow what I'm saying here, people. Okay. So this movie here, I'm, I was looking for the fight scenes and let me tell you something. Here's what I was. I was upset. The fact that I felt like we needed more fighting. I felt like the movie should have been all fighting, just a long fighting tournament. We didn't get that, but we got a good amount of fighting because you got to think about, okay, it was, In order to do a lot of awesome fight scenes, you need good choreography. And guess what? When you're good at something, you charge for it. So guess what? They didn't have a big budget for this movie. All right. But they did. It did get. They did make enough money to get greenlit for a sequel. So whenever the sequel comes, I expect it to be a lot better than this one. What I mean by better, meaning there should be more action. You you, you follow what I'm saying? But um, this movie here, you had a lot of characters. Don't. My only disappointment as far as with the characters, we did not get to see Johnny Cage. Well, we saw like a little cameo poster we got to see his lower extremities and the name that it says johnny cage but um outside of that man i was looking forward to johnny cage you had this um new character named cole who the hell is cole i don't know cole i know cole from martin i know about coleslaw i know i mean you know what i'm saying funky cole medina i mean i know about that but who is cole you know i'm just one like i and see to me like i have no problem when when movies when they create um new characters 
and stuff. You know, for example, let's take the Resident Evil franchise. The character Alice, that's a brand new character. But guess what? Her character is very interesting. Okay, they made Alice pretty dope. All right, but um, Cole. I mean, I felt like they could have had Cole, they could have had they could have gave Cole lines to Liu Kang. All right, I'm a big Liu Kang, Liu Kang, Liu Kang, Liu Kang fan. <laughs> You know, so that's why I'm like, man, they could have gave a lot of his lines to him, you know, or we could have had more Scorpio lines, Sub-Zero lines. Um, Kano, man, Kano was awesome. The guy who played Kano, Josh Lawson, that dude there, man, listen, I would not be surprised a few years from now we see him in a Marvel or a DC movie or some type of streaming series about him. Because this dude here is awesome. Not about Kano, but the guy who plays him. But um, he was, to me, he was... He kept the he kept the movie interesting whenever they were not fighting. So I appreciate that. That's cool. I got no problem with that. But um let's see. Louis Tan, the guy, the young man who plays that who who plays Cole. I mean, um I mean, I get it. You're along you're a descendant of Scorpio, Scorpion, that that's cool. I like Scorpio. But um uh man like i just felt i mean his character cole's character was not that awesome to me to be stealing screen time from Liu kane jack sonya blade and the other characters because in the whole mortal kombat lore we have a lot of awesome characters and we become familiar with those characters backgrounds by playing the video game all right we get a little backstory about all of them on each as we as we play each Mortal Kombat game, okay? But um man, that but you know, at the end by the time the movie ended, okay, I'm okay with Cole. I just hope that the next Mortal Kombat movie that he you know, it's not mainly about him. I have no problem with him being a good supporting character, but it can't just be about him. Maybe the next one be mainly about Johnny Cage. Who knows? But the fight scenes was awesome. The man, the um, the whole part where it was on how they got they little got their powers. I thought that was cool because it goes to show, hey man, you have to do certain things to unlock it. You know, so it's almost equivalent to like if you're playing a video game, you have to get past certain levels. You know, in order to get a certain power okay so and you saw kano you know he what well, well, hold up who was it which one was it who was it um you, you you know what you take cole's character for example you had to keep beating him down and stuff he had to take a lot of punishment and get beaten down until he finally was able to unleash his power all right, and we saw the same thing with Kano, with Sonya Blade, with Jax. Oh man, Jax blessed his heart. He was walking around with these little, these little chicken leg metal arms. Okay, they was very, very thin. You know, if Johnny Bravo's legs were arms, go look at Jax's arms. This was after Jax. Oh man, the way Sub Zero ripped his arms off. That's one of those scenes. You know how most of the time when you see a dope scene in a trailer, and then by the time then you know you seen seen you seen the scene in the trailer so many times, it's way past the um, you never see it coming part. When you by the time you see the movie, so by the time you see the movie, you you're kind of numb to it. It's not as funny as it was when you first saw it in the trailer, or it wasn't as awesome as it was when you first saw it in the trailer. Well, that's how it was. Well, it was not like that when Sub Zero ripped Jack's arms off. Because when me and my wife was watching the movie, we was like, oh, man, it's about to happen. It's about to happen anytime. And when he ripped his arms off, I was my mouth just dropped. I'm like, 
Oh, you know, because I'm like, golly, man, I felt bad for Jax. But of course, we know Jax eventually gets the metal arms, okay? The vibranium arms on both, you know. Bucky only got one. But, um, but when he first got them, they were small. And I'm like, I'm not feeling this. He'll do better with his regular arms. But eventually, he had to get to a point where... In order for him to unlock it, you know, he had to, like, you know, get to a certain part in a fight, you know, as far as... I think it's a matter of showing more bravery or being um, more secure with yourself, you know, because at first he... You know, he wasn't feeling it. He was in a funk. He was he wasn't in he wasn't in in his right mind, in his right self. Okay, but once he got his groove back, like Stella, I mean, bam, the the um the metal metal arms got bigger, and now he looks like the Jacks from the video game. All right, so I like that, and his he he dished out a couple fatalities that was incredible. The fatality scenes were awesome, man. I, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them a lot, man. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of the special effects is kind of similar to, you know, we're in 2021, and some of the special effects is kind of equivalent to something that took place in the mid 90s or something that you would see like on like a like the the shows that come on the CW or Sci-Fi Channel. But here's the thing, it's cool. That's why I say the movie is dope for what it was, you know, like a lot of people, they was expecting some John Wick type stuff, some Matrix type stuff and all that. And that's cool, fine and dandy. But guess what? You have to realize the franchise, what you're dealing that you're dealing with right now, Mortal Kombat franchise. And the thing about it is the studio probably was kind of reluctant to invest more money than they would like to in this movie because it has been almost 20 years since someone was like man you that that mortal kombat movie was dope you know and that's the fault of mortal kombat annihilation like it's one thing to see a lot of times with sequels they tend to bring you more action or more laughter or whatever it was um from based from the original okay but when they did a, annihilation man they practically they literally annihilated themselves you know like from making any other Mortal Kombat movies being released in the movie theaters, okay? So this movie right here, man, listen, it you have to take it for what it is. All right. Now, I assume that the next one that they make is going to have a higher budget because guess what? You got a lot of people who are fans of this movie. I am one of them. I like the movie, okay? I, and I will watch it again before it leaves HBO Max. The movie is is real good, okay? For what it is. All right. You can't compare this movie to like the Avengers Endgame or any Marvel or any DC movie because expectations are even higher for those films okay now Mortal Kombat listen the 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 root of Mortal Kombat is fighting if you play the video games all right and a lot of people who watch the movie hadn't played the video games in years or maybe even decades all right but I like the movie um Luke Kane now see the Luke Kane in this movie see here's why I'm even more upset why we didn't get a, enough Luke Kane because the actor who's who was playing Luke Kane oh man I thought he did an awesome job his name is Ludi Lin he did a he did a brilliant job as Luke Kane and here's the thing at first when he had his shirt on and stuff I'm look I'm like man he kind of Luke Kane is kind of small but then all of a sudden this dude, little dude ripped take his shirt off and he just like ripped and stuff looked like he fresh off P90X you know what I'm saying the poster the poster man looked like he's the poster boy for the P90X videos and I'm like wow okay and I'm like and the dude can fight the dude has some good acting chops and stuff and good fighting Corey Corey some good fighting scenes and stuff I'm messing that word up or whatever and I'm like what man why couldn't we get more of him 
you know, Louis Tan, they could have made him Luke Kane or some other character or something, but I'm, I'm, that's my only pet peeve on this movie is that you brought in a character that we're not familiar with and he's still in, they're just like, hey, all right, you got LeBron James in your lineup, you got LeBron James, um, um, James Harden, um, Kevin Durant in your lineup, right, let's say you're playing three on three, and they put LeBron James on the bench for me, have me starting. Now here's the thing. I can play I can play basketball, but of course, I'm not no LeBron James. If I was LeBron James, I wouldn't be doing a podcast. Well, maybe I would, but guess what? You know what? My bread and butter would be from my NBA checks and shoe deals and Space Jam Legacy and stuff like that, right? But, you know, this Oh, man. You know, but Sonya, Sonya Blade was awesome. I I liked her. I was a big fan of Bridget Wilson's um Sonya Blade in the first one, so I was kind of biased on how I was judging Sonya at first, but the actress, the young lady who played her, she was incredible. She was incredible. Let me, you know what? Instead of just saying actress, I need to stop being lazy because I have the information up here. Let's see. Um, of the young lady who played Sonya Blade, and she did a good job. Makad Brooks, he he starred as um um Jax. He did a real good job as well. For those of you who aren't familiar with Makad Brooks, he played in. Um, he starred in a in a couple seasons of the show The Game, and he was in um in that show called Boston Public. So he's a, he's a pretty good actor, and he's also in the Supergirl series. Okay, he's Jimmy um Jimmy, was it Jimmy Olsen? Yeah, but um Sonya Blade is plays played by Jessica McNamee. She's a she's a good actress. I thought she did a good job. All right, um Raiden, I thought Raiden was pretty cool. I still like the acting chops of Christopher Lambert as Raiden in Ra- as Raiden in the first one, but this one here, the guy who played um, Raiden in this one here, the, the, his name is the, let me see his young name is this young man name is Tabanobu Osano. He was real good, man. The dude, you know, as far as like um um during the fight scenes and the action sequences okay um the people who stood out the most though i think who were the big stars like i say as far as like overall is um scorpio and sub-zero their whole storyline was phenomenal um their fight scenes together i think were the best that was the best thing out of this from the beginning of their fight scene and all the way to the end that was those were my favorite fight scenes even though they had a lot of good fight scenes in this movie okay we didn't get the get a traditional tournament because in this movie shank Tsung was trying to pretty much eliminate the competition before the game even started that's why i'm like dang bro you don't have that confident much confidence in your squad huh all right i feel you but um I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked it for what it was, man. And it was dope. So on a scale of one to 10, hey, man, I'm going to give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Okay. So I'm great. Of course, I'm grading it on a different scale. All right. But um, tell me, what was your favorite part of the Mortal Kombat movie? Did you like it? And um, did you not like it? If you did not like it, please share your thoughts below in the comments. All right. And please hit that like button. And if you like what you're hearing and what I'm talking about, hey, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Okay. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Student of the game. Oh, also be sure to check out my podcast on Anchor, on Spotify, and on iTunes, on Apple, and on Google. Okay. And the name of the podcast is called the Student of the Game Podcast. I'm your host, Tavares. Thank you all for listening. Student of the Game Podcast. Peace out.